Hello, welcome back to Soul Riffs. I'm your host, Jennifer Jones, an entrepreneur, wife, mother of two, and I believe when we look after all parts of ourselves, that's when we gain confidence to dive headfirst into a life that feels joyful. My hope is that these conversations will inspire you to understand yourself better and become the curator of a life you absolutely love. I believe we all have a healing journey to embark on, and my intention is to give you a straight view from my own heart through my stories and occasional words of wisdom from the women in my life who have inspired me in the most beautiful ways. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get the conversation started. Hello, welcome to another episode of Soul Riffs. It's Jen here, and I just want to start today by saying how grateful I am that you're here and that you're listening. I appreciate you so much. I have really enjoyed our conversations and and all the feedback that I've received from you, and I love, 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 love hearing your perspectives as um, these Soul Riffs really are a view from my own heart and the way that I experience the world, but that's only one way. And I just can't say enough how much I appreciate other perspectives. It really sparks incredible conversation. And that is where growth and evolution happens for all of us. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Today, I want to talk about chasing freedom. This has been on my heart for a few days now. And it really hit me hard the other day. This this question came over me, what are we waiting for? And I even said to my husband, when he got home, I said, you know, what are people waiting for? And what I mean by that is if there are things that you want to do, what are you waiting for? Or why are you waiting to do them? The the stage that I'm at in my life, there's tons of people around me who are in the grind, who are, you know, doing all the things that they think they should be doing. And they're waiting until they have more money or more time they're waiting for their kids to get older or, you know, a lot of times you'll hear when I lose weight, then I'll do that. Or they're waiting, you know, until they're happy. But why are we waiting? Why aren't we living our lives right now? And money is a big one for this. When, you know, you hear all the time, when I have more money, I'll do the things. And we hide behind these as almost excuses, uh, the reason why we're not taking action in our lives and why we're not doing the things. I've mentioned before that I work a couple days a week in long-term care, and I've also previously worked at uh, hospice and basically working with people who are at the end stage of their life. It's always incredible to hear their stories and their adventures But I can't help but wonder when I'm hearing those things, well, what am I waiting for? Or, you know, we always say we have no time and we assume that we have lots of time left, if that makes any sense at all. We have no time. We're too busy. Have no time. But we assume like in the grand scheme of our life, we're going to have all this time left. But when you're sitting there hand in hand with someone who is at the end of their life, I just, I can't help but think, what are we waiting for? We can't truly know when the end is coming. None of us truly know that, but most of us assume it's going to be an old age. And although hopefully true for for most of us, that's not necessarily always the case. And so this, this feeling came over me because I just can't help but think if we aren't actively working towards the things right now, then when will we start working towards them? 
are we just wishing that they're going to come true or we're just hoping that you know in our golden years these things just miraculously happen for us or I don't know do you know what I think I think we're hiding behind a lack of money and a lack of happiness and a lack of health or a lack of time and we're using them as an excuse because change is uncomfortable and change is scary and a lot of people fear change. And we have everything right now to create abundance around the things we want more of. But it's in order to do that, we're going to have to face our fear of change and get a little bit uncomfy. And I, I've always been a questioner. I've always been a critical thinker against societal norms. But what I've learned from spending time with many people at the end of their lives is that there is no one destination. You're not going to get to that point that you think you know is miraculously going to happen. Time will continue to decrease for all of us. It's happening every day. So why are we shrinking ourselves to fit into this societal norm? It's almost like a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. We think that there's this big pot of gold that's going to come to us if we just follow this linear path. But the path does not have to be linear and the, the path isn't linear for most of us. You know, that path of go to school, get a job, pay into a pension, retire, live out your golden years in, you know, and this has all kind of been marketed to us as the social norm. But what's the point of it all if you're miserable and you never really ever make it to the golden years? And I, I don't mean to sound morbid there, but this notion of robbing us of a feeling of abundance right now in order to, you know, get something at the end of it all that's never promised to us. I just, I think we, because of that, you know, illusion that we're going to be happy someday, we wake up, we grind, we bypass the feelings of enjoyment right now, and we, we continue to do things that we don't want to do every day. Anyways, I had an impromptu moment yesterday and I really wanted to share it because yesterday it was a beautiful sunny day outside and I had a list of a million things that I could be doing, but the kids were outside. They decided to go outside, just dig around in the garden and play. And I decided without guilt, and this is a big one for any moms listening, I decided to go and be with them and just be with them and play with them without guilt. And the hour that we were outside, I got nothing else done. My to-do list was still there <laughs> when I came back in, but I felt so filled up. And I went to bed last night feeling like yesterday was one of the best days that we've had in a really long time. Just being able to go and to be with the kids and really be with them, be present with them in the moment. We're all better today because of it. So why do we settle? Why do we stay put? I think a lot of people really want to avoid the risk that comes with change. And we, we talked about change being uncomfortable and many people fear change. And I think they fear it for that reason. There's risk involved when we change. We have everything that we need right now to feel abundant. And a lot of people might challenge me and say, oh, Jen, you know, I, I don't have enough money or time or I'm too overweight, etc. 
but you do have everything you need. There are tools around us. There are people around us who will support us. And maybe you don't have anyone around you who will support you. And I've, I've been there before too. And these people think you're nuts. And even when it comes to fitness and nutrition, I've been health shamed so many times. It just rolls off my back now. People will say, you, you don't need to work out. Why are you working out? You don't need to lose weight. But it's not about that. They don't understand that I'm creating more health in my body and in my mind. And I'm actively doing that, which is the reason why I move my body every day. Or they'll say, oh, it's okay, Jen. You just just eat the cookie. Just, you know, you can eat the cookie. And I, I know, I know I can eat the cookie, but I don't. Because I'm on a mission to fuel my body with nutrient-dense foods. And... Side note, I sometimes do eat the cookie and it all depends on where I'm at and, you know, engaging in myself. I know that cookies or sugar, um, more specifically, makes me angry. It gives me this feeling of um, anxiety and anger. And I know if I'm already kind of in a slump, it's probably not a good idea to eat the cookie. So I'm very in tune with my emotional health, knowing that most days I don't eat the cookie. So anyways, why do we live our lives chasing all of these things? And we we really, we shrink ourselves to fit societal norms or that peer pressure, like what I talked about with the, the health shaming. We don't want to experience that. So we shrink ourselves to fit these societal norms. But do we need the big house? Do we need the nice car? Do we need all the friends that you know, to like us and we need the newest gadgets. And in exchange, literally we're killing ourselves to get them because this is the path that we've been told to be on. But is it robbing you of the feeling of abundance and joy on a day in, day out basis? And if the answer is yes, don't settle. That is my message today. Do not settle. You do not have to settle. And what is it that your heart truly desires. You can be doing things in your life to enjoy the process, enjoying your life, you know, throughout that, that path and feeling those things in abundance right now, whether it's time, money, happiness, health. Most of us won't change because change is really uncomfortable. It's, as we talked about, it's a risk. It's scary. And where you are right now, is it more painful to stay there or is it more painful to change? And you may realize that the answer to that or the reason why you haven't taken action is because it's more painful right now to change. But think, I want you to think to the end of your life. You'll probably realize then that the answer is that you should have experienced the discomfort now because the discomfort you'll feel then at the end of your life for not doing anything will be far greater because at that point you can't do anything about it. You're not waiting for anything anymore. You're reflecting. You're looking back. And the pain of changing now is far less than the pain of staying the same. So don't settle. Don't shrink yourself. I'm there to cheer you on. I will always be here to cheer you on. And don't don't be small to fit into societal norms that don't align with you. And, and 
don't care what people think of you. And I know that's easier said than done. But if you need someone to set your focus on, this has helped me so much. The only person that I truly care about their thoughts or what they think of me is myself. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now. She's the one who I have to sit with in reflection when I'm at the end stage of my life. When I'm not physically able, mentally able to do or or have the time to do the things that I can and have the, the capacity to do right now. So my goals, my decisions, my actions now, I want to make her proud that, you know, future me who I will have to sit with in reflection, that's the only thing guaranteed is she will be there, that I will have to sit with her in reflection. So I'm going to enjoy my life now because that's something that will make her proud. I'm going to enjoy my kids now because she deserves to be able to say at the end of her life that she did that, that she holds no regrets and she didn't rush the years away. And I want her to have those moments etched on her heart. So she's the one I'm chasing. I'm not chasing freedom. I'm chasing my future self, whether she's five years or 10 years or 20 years I'm never going to actually become her because she'll always be ahead of me. But the decisions and the actions that I make now are completely aligned with who she is. And anytime I kind of stray from that, I focus on her and focus on aligning my actions and my decisions to who she is. This really allows me to curate this life of joy and happiness and We don't need more, more, more of everything like we thought we did. We can create those things within us right now. The biggest one, again, is money. A lot of people will challenge me and say, well, this all sounds great, but I don't have the money to do the things I want to do. I have to keep working my full-time job. And that takes up all of my time. You know, I have to pay the bills. I have to put food on the table. But there are ways that you can create more money in your life. And maybe you haven't thought about it before, but I I encourage you to think outside the box here. Don't get stuck only from the perspective of that linear path. I have created that in my own life. I know so many women who have created that in their own lives. We have found opportunities that align with the women that we are becoming. And these opportunities are available to everyone, everyone. So find what excites you. Find what you love and find what you're passionate about. And I I guarantee there is a way to create more money, which will create more time, which brings you joy. And you can actively be doing that right now. Does it scare the crap out of you? (laughs) Because if the answer is yes, then good, because you're on the right track. I guarantee those of us who are doing it too, it scares the crap out of us as well. We are so fortunate to have so many opportunities available to us with technology the way it is. And there's so many unique opportunities, as many as, as, as we are unique. So that is, is my advice. Stop chasing freedom. Stop being miserable in a life right now in hopes of having a better life in the future. We can align right now so that we are filled with the abundance of happiness and joy that we are searching for in the future. 
That's it for now. I would love to hear your perspective on all of this. And if you are someone who has taken that leap and is doing something that supports your joy and your passions, I'd love to hear about it because I would love to support you in doing just that. Thank you.